This episode podcast is brought to you by catching snowflakes on your tongue during a hailstorm. We must learn to read, to stimulate our own imaginations, to cultivate our own consciousness, our own belief systems. We all need these skills to defend, to preserve our own minds. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to World of Credits, the podcast, the only podcast that serves some cupcakes for the class. I'm Zach. I'm Matt. And today we are here to talk about Detachment, a very different movie. Um, <laughs> different how? It was a weird one. It, it was. It was definitely. It was not what I thought it was going to be. Where I thought it was going to make you like ball your eyes out because of it being sad. No, oh, no, it wasn't sad. I had certainly feelings. Yeah. <laughs> feelings we'll, of, oh, fuck everyone. Which we'll get into. Yes. So, anyways, uh, Detachment came out in 2011. It was directed by Tony Kay, who, if you don't know who that is, he did American History X, yep. which has a very similar feel to this. When we were watching this, and I was like, what the fuck did this guy do? And yeah. you said that, and I was like, yep, that <laughs> it makes all sense. makes sense. Um, who you have in this film? Who you have? Adrian Brody. Mm-hmm. Best part about this movie. Yeah, um, solid. Yeah, he plays Henry Bates. Um, you have Christina Hendricks, who plays Miss Sarah Madison, who, in my opinion, is the worst part about this movie. And she's not terrible. She's not great. She doesn't um, really do anything. No, <laughs> she's pretty bad. Uh, Marcia Gay Harden, who plays the principal Carol mm-hmm. Dearden. Sure. Uh, you have Lucy Liu, who plays Dr. Doris Parker. You have James Kahn in here, who plays Mr. Charles Seabolt. James Kahn. Yep. Um, you have Tim Blake Nelson in here who plays Mr. Wyatt, the really gross um, teacher that's, like, standing up against oh, the like fence. he's, like, up against the fence. He's like, you can see me? <laughs> that guy's so weird. Yeah. Uh, you have Brian Cranston in this for, like, a second. Yeah, he's in, like, two scenes. He plays the the husband to um, the principal. Does and, he have a name? Uh, Mr. Dearden. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and then you have Sammy Gale, who plays Erica, which this is her debut role. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um... And if you don't know what this movie is about, it is a substitute teacher who drifts from classroom to cra- classroom, finds a connection to the students and teachers during his latest assignment. God, I love IMDb for being the vaguest place possible. Well, that's why we get to talk about it. Yeah. So, Detachment. Um, very interesting style for a film. Um, I w- yeah. I would like to say. I was it, thinking about that in the drive over where it's like, it's kind of like a fake documentary. Yeah. But it almost feels, and I was like, I don't know if this is intentional or not, like the way that the camera zooms in mm-hmm. so frequently, it kind of feels like the girl taking photos of him. Like, that's how the camera style feels at times. Maybe. I, I don't know if that was intentional, but that's how it feels sometimes, like her like zooming in mm-hmm. and like it being all shaky and stuff. Yeah, because listen, I I like the idea of this movie being kind of like a, a documentary style. Like yeah. it, it's following it for the most part like that. But then you have like, because you have most scenes where it's like even when um when you get James Conn's character, uh, Mr. Seabolt, like when he first enters the room for the counseling of like that one girl that needs to put a shirt on. Yeah. Um, it it's done in <laughs> I a, like that scene. Yeah, but it it's done in a way where like he he enters and it feels like a documentary because it's like the camera has to like zoom back out of him like coming into the room. Yeah. But then you have like very normal shots like throughout the like different points of the movie. Like especially when mm-hmm. like Henry's like walking around, it's like that's just a normal 
like shot. It also felt like too, like when we did Infinity Pool, where it's like sometimes how the camera is like so claustrophobic. Yeah. Where it's like up in people's faces. Yeah. Which it, makes sense because it's most often when people are like shouting and spitting at you. <laughs> yeah, which that makes sense because it's like okay, you're it's up you're, in your face. Yeah, you're you're trying to portray a scene where it's like it's very close and personal, and like it's intense because of how mo- how close the camera is. But I mean, just just. Like, pick a, a design for it. Like, either do, like, the full documentary style or do, like, a normal movie style. Yeah. Because it's kind of a little confusing. It's like fucking Lars von Trier films, if you've ever seen them. Um, he what did the hell like, is that? He did Antichrist, and he oh, did... Oh, man, um, that movie's awful. Yeah, he did, a, <laughs> he did another one with um, Kirsten Dunst. I forgot what it was, but that was the one where, like, the there's, like, a fucking an asteroid that's coming to hit Earth. And, like, everybody's going to die, but it was also about, like, depression. <laughs> Okie dokie. The movie was shitty. The first five yeah. minutes of it was really cool, and the rest of it was shitty. But, like, same kind of thing. Like, it it's feels like it's supposed to be, like, a documentary, but it's not. Yeah. So that part Well, there's it, even the part, too, where it's, like, how many times in this movie that we cut to kind of, like, Adrian Brody doing narration, but mm-hmm. it almost looks like he is doing an actual, like, interview. Yeah, exactly. Which seems like time has passed, and he's kind of reflecting on events and yeah. like his which you per- can tell because he's grown out his facial he's hair got and his a hair. beard <laughs> he's got a little bit of a beard he's got more stubble and he's got his hair longer yeah that's the first sign that you're unemployed mm-hmm. zach matt <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so yeah i i think i think going over like some of the bad things for this film first because like there's not a whole lot yeah I, that's my I, biggest gripe of like the camera and yeah it's weirdness yeah the fuzzy shots like are very weird um <clears throat> The biggest thing that I have that, like, I I was just like, I wish we spent a little bit more time on is I wish we spent a little bit more time on Henry actually, like, teaching the class. Oh, those scenes are great. They are, but I wish we spent, like, more time on it because, like, there's a huge disconnection from that really cool first scene when he walks in and he introduces himself. Yeah. And, like, the one kid gets in his face and throws his bag across the room. Mm -hmm. And, like, he tells him, like, oh, like you know, that doesn't have any feelings. Like, it, you can't hurt it. Yeah. Versus towards the end of the film when he tells all the kids that he's leaving and he's the that kid, yeah, that kid is, is like, like, I'm going to miss you, Mr. Bates. I fuck with you. Yeah, and it's like... <laughs> I love that. Like, there, yeah. like, there wasn't enough between for me to be like, yeah, he made a difference for them. Like, yes, like, afterwards, like, after that scene... They show then, like, a couple more of, like, him, like, talking with the class. Yeah. But it's, like, I just wish we got more of that sprinkled in throughout the film. Uh, I I feel like it focused it more because it was more on the one girl. Yeah, Erica. Erica. And I get that. Like, that's the main focus. that's the main plot that it goes towards. It's not so much about him teaching the class. It's more like him teaching her and, like, that relationship, which then spirals towards the end of the movie. Yeah, but, I mean, then it's, like, like, also focus on the teaching portion of it. Yeah. Because cause the other themes of, like, him breaking down, like, emotionally with, like, everything outside of the school is still great. Like, mm-hmm. that works. Like, everything, like, with his grandpa. Yeah. That that whole amount of thing, like, you feel that impact towards it. Um, you feel the impact with, like, Meredith because, like, he's had, like, a couple of scenes with her. But, like, you just don't get anything else with the rest of the class. Uh, the whole time we were watching this, I thought about that one scene in The Joker where he's, like, during the talk show... Mm. He's like, can't we just have some decency? Because <laughs> like that's that's what I feel like with this movie. It's 
Like when I was watching this too, it's it's harsh. It's real. Mm-hmm. This is definitely reality. Yes, and it's it's just depicted in a way where it's they're not sugarcoating anything. It's like here's an underdeveloped school where their test scores are, are lower, and everybody's in like a different academic intellect than yeah. where they're actually supposed to be. It's inner city. People are constantly swearing and fucking like getting up in your face. Yes. It's like intense. Again, <laughs> again, with Mr. Seabolt, when like the kid is like, fuck your shit up. And he's <laughs> just going on. I was like, oh, you could fuck my shit up. Yeah. And I he's love like, that. oh, you can fuck my shit up. Like he's doing different <laughs> accents with it. <laughs> he just has, he's like, whatever. It's not a big video. Yeah. Taking that's, happy pills. That's what this feels like, too, where it's like, here's the like, the thick skinned, tough teachers that can work here. And it's like, I liked even the parts, too, where it's like the. With the answering machine, mm-hmm. where it's like you get the other side of it too, of like people completely breaking down and yeah. they're like, I can't do this anymore, or it's like the system's bullshit and it's not gonna help any of these kids. Yeah, like I really enjoy the fact of like those moments where it's like it showcases the reality of teachers yeah. and like what they have to go through. It's like and and they said it they summed it up perfectly. There was a, a line in the movie where it's where Henry literally says the worst thing about this job is that no one says thank you. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Teaching is a thankless job. Like you're you're dealing with hundreds of kids trying to get them to learn something, trying to like develop them to like have a have a care about what you're teaching them. Yeah. And then you have so many different ones. You have the ones that like you have teachers that like really connect on like an emotional level with people. You have ones that like really don't care. You have ones that like are just supposed to be like the funny teachers. Yeah, one well, that's a Nazi. Yeah, you have the one that's a Nazi. Yeah, What's up with that guy? They, they brush over it. They yeah, that guy sucks. They, they do <laughs> just enough to be like, yeah, he's a Nazi. Yeah. And you get that. Yeah. Um, but I do like, I agree with you on that too, where it's like it shows how many different approaches come with this too, of like, being super real like Adrian Brody is and just being on the level. And then like Christina Hendrick, I like that one scene where she's like helping that one kid. Yeah. And he's like Matt. blown away. He's like, wow, this is so cool. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. And then like the other side too, where it's like even like Lucy Liu trying her best to just be like the school counselor. And just, I, I really like that one yeah, scene too, where down. she just blows the fuck up. Yeah. Well, I think about like with your job where it's like, yeah, that's kind of like in line with you. Yeah. You haven't blown up on anybody yet, to no, my, to my don't knowledge. Say yet. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. You're gonna get there eventually. I definitely hope not. You're gonna have to take a happy pill or two. No, I <laughs> don't want to. Um, but yeah, I mean it's like that point where it's like, here it is dealing with such a tough population, and it's like how the movie portrays it of like, how do you manage it? Mm-hmm. And most of the time in this movie, it's not well. Yeah. Of like going home and it's like either you have a shitbag husband like Brian Cranston, mm-hmm. or you have like the one creepy guy, Mr. Wyatt's, where yeah, yeah like just his, his sitting TV, just not paying attention at all. Yeah, his family literally doesn't even acknowledge his existence. So it's like, yeah, like that's a really cool depiction of like what it's like to be a teacher. Yeah, that I really like. Again, Adrian Brody. Yeah, he's super great. good in like, and this is this is ten years after the Pianist. Mm-hmm. So he's he's definitely far from like splice at this point (laughs) yeah i mean i think splice came out after the pianist but like he has like adrian brody has like such a weird range of films 
um, between like again Splice, mm-hmm. this the pianist, and then like everything in Wes Anderson. Yeah, now basically. he's a, now he's a Wes Anderson staple yeah. point, which I like, which is fine. Like mm-hmm. it, I I really enjoy Adrian Brody. There was yeah. like, there was a point in time where I was like, oh, it's him again. No, I never felt that. I felt I, that I liked a, him. I, I felt I that a little bit him. like earlier on. I I mean I I saw him in the Predators. <laughs> which yeah, he was fucking jacked. He fucking ripped his shit in that yeah. movie, <laughs> and then. I watched The Pianist, and I was like, wow, he's a really great actor. Mm-hmm. And this, too, he's like, like you said, too, like the way that he's like either narrating or mm-hmm. the way that he's like talking with the other characters, especially the prostitute girl. Yeah, Erica. Uh, Erica. And then also, too, where it's like that one scene where it's like he gets called in to like get his grandfather out of the bathroom. Oh, yeah, Because yeah. even, too, I, I don't know, we mentioned it where it's like his grandfather's in a home because mm-hmm. he has like... Alzheimer's or dementia, and yeah. it's like, yeah, just him going there, and it's just like cursing out the receptionist, and I'm like, holy shit, yeah, that was intense. He's just had enough of it, and like, I totally get that. Like, we've we've dealt with something similar, so yeah. it's like we get it. But still, like the way it, I'm speaking more like his acting of like yeah. his range of like, wow, he's fucking intimidating. But then in this movie, he can be really sweet and understanding, mm-hmm. and Lewis. then he can also be really like, like he offers a lot of insight, and he's mm-hmm. very like direct. So there's a, there's a good range for him. Yeah, um, Louis Zorick, that was the grandpa. I mm. forgot to mention him. Yeah, like um, yeah, he he played a great role for it. Um, yeah, so like Adrian Brody, super great. Um, I really enjoyed too, like the chalkboard scenes. Yeah, I like, like that was a weird little in between. Like which it, I liked. it, it kind of made sense. Like as you were going along, where it's like, okay, like they're teachers, they use chalkboards. I get it. Yeah. Um, but it was just like a cool kind of like breakup of like the dynamic of it, especially too when it's like you have the scenes with um with uh Lucy Liu's character mm-hmm. who's taking the phone call from like the pissed off student yeah um or the mom from the pissed off student and like the the lady is just yelling at her and she's trying to like have a, like a rational conversation meanwhile they have the chalkboard scene of like basically the cord wrapping around her throat and like yep. just blowing up your he- her head yeah it's like all what you're feeling it's yeah. definitely like feeling shots which i think are cool yeah that uh, that was really cool the other one too that i was thinking there's a couple other scenes that i really liked i mm-hmm. liked um i like teacher night because i like when we yeah. got to that point too i was like oh my god this would be a fucking nightmare especially With, like, like how the parents every other fucking parent was yeah. so far that we've seen where it's like getting up in your face and saying that i'm gonna fucking like beat the shit out of mm-hmm. you or it's like i'm gonna sue you and i'm like god why would anybody look forward to this i know right and then it comes to the teacher night and no one's there yeah and i love that too there's a line that i remember adrian brody saying where it's like ah here's like here's the reason mm-hmm. <laughs> here's why this is happening because yeah, yeah the yeah, parents don't give a parents. shit right exactly um i like that even like right after that scene too like when when like they're still just kind of like hanging around the class and it's like after the whole thing with Meredith and you have the scene with um, uh, Christina Hendricks character and like Henry mm-hmm. and they're sitting in the, the classroom by themselves and he does that um, that whole speech of like I'm a non-person yeah I love that and, him, and he's fuzzy him blurred yeah, out yeah that was and, great and, the, and sh- he's in full frame yeah and focusing on her really was like a really cool stylized way yeah of cinematically showing like his detachment from the world ah and again detachment. you and ag- said it and again that's where i'm like yo that shot's really good but then most of the movie is still in this documentary style yeah so it's like like pick one because i'm fine with either just fucking pick one yeah um i like that too um i i i think it would be a miss if we didn't talk about the whole relationship between him and 
Erica? Yes. Yeah. Took you three times, but I don't you got fucking it. know names. Why? I don't know. I don't I just remember them. Like I don't know. I'm not names. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, their whole relationship is okay. It's odd. It, yeah, it was very, like, abrupt all the time. Yes. <laughs> Where it's, it's like, get the fuck away from me, and then it's like, I have food at my house, mm-hmm. and then it's like, you're blowing somebody in my house, yes. and then it's like, kick that guy out and it's like change the sheets and it's like but then she makes breakfast for him yeah. and then it's like a couple scenes later it's like i called like a fucking orphanage child, child <laughs> services i guess yeah and it's like now you gotta go yeah <laughs> i know it, it is a very strange way and like part of me is like okay like he has nothing really like this movie yeah. is called detachment he really is detached from the world well it speaks to that... his even like his job as a substitute teacher like mm-hmm. he shows up for that time yeah and even too in like that one scene where she's getting taken away where he says that where it's like i'm not good for you yeah like, i can't i can't give you what you want which kind of speaks to his job which is like show up do what you can and then he leaves yeah because again like he he's not really meant in a professional setting or, like, as you see throughout the film in, like, a personal setting, he's not meant to, like, stick around long enough to develop any emotional connections with people. Yeah. Like, the only thing that he really had left was his grandpa. And even then, you kind of learn, like, a little bit of, like, a checkered past with the grandpa. But, mm-hmm. like, he's there because the mom's gone and, by that I mean died, I think. they. Yeah, they, she died. They alluded she, to the Yeah, fact. she overdosed on pills. Yeah, they mm-hmm. alluded to the... Yeah, not alluded. No, they didn't allude yeah, it. They, they fucking, fucking showed, showed it. it. Yeah. <laughs> She's 86. Never mind. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that whole whole past of it and then, like, him still being, like, this is the only family I have. Like, I'm mm-hmm. going to take care of you. Yeah. And it's, like, once he dies, it's, again, like, you know, he has kind of, like, nothing else. Like, he yeah. realizes that, like, Erica's got to go because he's building this, like, kind of father-daughter connection. Mm-hmm. I think I think they did a good job of not making it creepy where it's like... Yeah, it, I was worried about that. It very easily could have been like a, oh, they're like together mm-hmm. but like no it feels more natural of like a father-daughter type situation of like kind of trying to like coast her through life and help her yeah so i appreciate that they that was a good job mm-hmm. um and then we also have to talk about the end part i feel like that's important with meredith with meredith yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty important <laughs> yeah because you have meredith who's this you know like you get a little she's a student and you get kind of the background behind her too where it's like she's really into photography and it's mm-hmm. like her dad just being a fucking awful person of yeah. like well if you lose more weight and it's like you yeah, picked a real career and it's like fuck man i know and she takes a liking to obviously to henry because he's so handsome yeah and handsome <laughs> insightful like he's he's down to earth he's no nonsense mm-hmm. and it's like that kind of like you know she falls for him she's making art of him and it's like here's the Here's the picture, and it's like, oh, I want to be with you. And it's like, obviously, Henry's like, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't touch me. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, it, like, again, it's done in a way where, like, it never feels like a, oh, I'm, like, groping a student. Yeah. It's like, it's literally him, like, consoling her because she's crying. Yeah. And then that bitch. <laughs> fucking <laughs> that bitch. That bitch fucking comes in 
and and is like, oh, you can't touch her, Miss Madison. That's yeah, Miss Madison is like, you, what are you doing? You can't touch her, and he like freaks out on her. Well, I like that too because it seems like such a like a normal thing to be like, all right, yeah, like for him to explain. Yeah, like that seems like one of those moments for me where it's like just talk the situation. Yeah, but I like it too because it's cut within like his trauma, mm-hmm. where it's like even like he's bringing up, it's like you think I'm some kind of sick old man because yeah. of the, like the illusion of his grandpa. Yeah, of his grandpa doing something to his mother, and yeah. it's like. I like how it like pops up and it's so like, you know, chaotic mm-hmm. that it it shows the fact that it's like that's why he's reacting this way because yeah. of his trauma speaking through to that moment and and the little like cut ins too yeah as like the the story goes on where it's like it feels like it correlates very well with like the scene that's going on but then you kind of piece it together later on of like what's going on. <laughs> And again, that being like, <laughs> nice. yeah, um, that being again, like with the grandpa. Yeah. Where it's like you'll get like quick shots of like um, it looks like somebody's giving somebody head and then like pills on the floor. Mm-hmm. And it's like, OK, like you're getting something that could correlate with the scene, but also could correlate with something else later on. Right. And it does. And, th- and it all makes sense by that point. Yep. But I, I mean, mean, in my opinion, I would have d- like if I was Miss Madison, I would have came in and be like, hey, what happened? Like talk yeah. it the fuck out. That's what be I'm like, saying. You'd be like, rather, and even he says that too. It's like, don't fucking, uh, like jump to conclusions yeah. or make judgments or whatever. And it's like, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, and then of course the ending. Yeah. Uh, we have to talk about that. Yeah, Meredith. Like, yeah, Meredith. Where it's yeah. like it gets to that point with her rejection. I thought all of the cupcakes were. I also signed. thought that. I thought. That would have been a hell of an ending. Yeah, I know, right? Where <laughs> like, po- like if nothing else, poison Henry. So for anybody that doesn't know, too, where it's like Meredith, after this event and this situation, she shows up and she makes a bunch of cupcakes and they all have smiley faces. And it's like, oh, well, that's nice. And then even, too, he says that where he's like, oh, what about that one with the frowny face? He's like, I like that one more. And he's like, and she's like, nope, that's mine. Yeah. Because she has like, something oh, in it. Oh, no. Yeah. So then everybody's eating cupcakes, and she eats hers, and then she fucking poisons herself, mm-hmm. and she dies. Yeah. Which we even And thought- you laughed. <coughs> no. You laughed. No. She fell on the table, and you the, laughed. The editing of like how they f- made her fall on the table made it look like she fell from like a 20-story building. You laughed, it. though. So you like fucking horrible monster. Fuck you. You, <laughs> you. you thought fucking Bird Boy had kissable lips in the last one. <laughs> he did! So, um... <laughs> Yeah, I I didn't fully laugh, but like <laughs> you definitely but like the made way that they sound. edited that, it was kind of like a little weird. Um, but yeah, we also so like immediately thought too. It's like when she's baking everything, like she's putting like all the mixtures and shit. Yeah, I don't know how cooking works. Obviously, obviously, mixtures. And that's clearly baking mixtures. since it's cupcakes. Yes, not and, cooking. <laughs> and we were like cyanide. Yeah, I was like, and I was thinking about that too. I was like, what did she put in there? Yeah. What's What's easily accessible that sh- this would work? And I was thinking, like maybe rat poison or something mm. like that. Would rat poison would be. Easy. Yeah, that'd probably work. Also, too, I found out six apple cores is the equivalent of like a cyanide to kill a person. What? Yeah, like if you eat like six apple cores. Why? Okay. Or fourteen like <laughs> cherry pits. Where? Why? <laughs> why did you get this I, information? I don't know. Cherry pits? Yeah, that's kind of dangerous. Man. I know, right? Those you, are super easy to swallow. swallow those yeah, I do. That's not good. <laughs> but but you swallow like two to three. 
Yeah. You have enough to kill like a turtle. That's not good. Yeah. 14 can 14. kill me? 14 wow, that's fucked you. up. Yeah, I know, right? Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to stop eating cherries all together now. No, just get like those weird things that like pluck the pit right out of it. <laughs> what? Yeah, like how they have the strawberry ones. Well, you could use a straw because we're poor, but like, <laughs> like you, you, you like poke it through to like take the pit out. And then, like, <laughs> and then you can what? just eat it in one How bite. fucking lazy am I that I'm free <laughs> popping out the pits? Well, I don't know, man. Like, cherries are kind of annoying to eat. No, they're not. They're you gotta fun. Fuck, you gotta pop out the cherry pit. No, just eat it. Just eat around it. We make that game out of it. Yeah, I know. We spit the pits out. We make a fun sound. Yeah, like, bleh, bleh. Yeah. <laughs> um... So, yeah, other other than rat poison, which is easily accessible, she probably could have also put a bunch of apple cores in them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clearly, it's yeah. apple cores. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, but, um, um, that I mean, that scene alone kind of speaks to, like, then the part of it, too, because, like, it, it's... I don't know how the ending is. It kind of implies that he's still there, but I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I don't, don't think I so, d- either. Like, again, like, he's still drifting about, so, like, it implies that... Like I, I really like that scene of like him quoting the House of Usher. Yeah, one for Ellen Edgar Allan Poe, but two like him doing it in the empty classroom. To me, at least, symbolizes that like he's teaching, but again, like it's it's almost like nobody. Like it's, well, it's, it's like the um the photo that Meredith gives yeah. him, where it's like he's a blank face and mm-hmm. it's an empty classroom. Yes, and it's it speaks to that where it's like. He's a he's a blank canvas. He's a substitute teacher, mm-hmm. and he's teaching to essentially people that. Like um, he made a difference to some, yeah. But as we kind of saw too, like the majority of this movie is like, how many of these these kids are actually gonna do something with their lives? Yeah, and I I think that's also like really well done in this film, where it's like it showcases the hardship of being a high school student as well as being like a teacher. Yeah, I think it's a very well put together film for that, where it's like. Like, there were points where I was like, oh, yeah, like, you know, this is, like, what it's like to go through high school. Yeah. Not the killing of the cat part. <laughs> oh, fuck that kid. Because, yeah, that kid. Holy is, shit, that, man. That kid about that scene. is a psychopath. But, yeah. like, but like a lot of, like, the stuff of, like, fighting and, like, the bullying and, like, Meredith, like, sitting alone because she has no friends. It's, like. Yep, eating in yeah, the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's normal. Mm-hmm. That's, like, a normal thing that goes on, like, no matter who you are in high school. Yep. Um, and then everything again too with like the teachers, like the way that they're portrayed. Yeah. But yeah, like I, I, I they're really... also cynical. I love yeah. the the scene too where they have like the meeting and it's like uh the guy from the wire and he's like oh yeah he's talking about like well we need to get test scores up so people will start buying houses around here and everybody's just like fuck you man yeah that's <laughs> that's fucking annoying yeah um but yeah like I I it goes back to like that last scene where it's like I really enjoy the fact that like he is quoting this to nobody because mm-hmm. like again he's going to go to a different school and do the exact same thing yep and like it will go in one ear out the other for most and even to the quote itself talks about like the emptiness and the hollowness and yes. how the house itself reflects on depression yeah yeah so uh also too i, I wanted to point out i don't know and and i could be wrong here because i didn't look up anything for it but this was just like a theory that i came up with um if you notice, there are a lot of points in the film when, like, it's focused on Henry, mm-hmm. and there is something, like, emo- emotionally traumatic that's going on. Um, a lot of the stuff with the grandpa mm-hmm. um, and, like, his condition and then, like, what's going on with, like, Erica. But there are a bunch of scenes where it's, like, he's talking, and then the whole screen kind of goes, like, fuzzy. Yeah. And I don't know if that was intentional or not, but, like, it, it kind of, like, was weird where it's, like, 
and I thought it was kind of cool where every single time that it happens, it is something that like Henry is kind of like emotionally <coughs> trying to deal with. Yeah. Kind of being again where it's like he's trying to block it out mm-hmm. or like make it fuzzy so yeah. he doesn't like have to deal with it emotionally. Well, that's even too, you know, like a part of trauma is that can be a defense mechanism mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, detachment itself is that you disconnect from the event entirely and you push it away so it becomes like unconscious Mm -hmm. and that's even what it feels like at times with this where it's like it's trying to resurface but then it gets pushed back because of all the other shit that's going on yeah see i knew your degree would help out in some way shape or form in the podcast yes a fucking podcast (laughs) (laughs) um other than that I I don't really have anything else going on with this um i think it's a, a good movie i don't think it's amazing no um i give it Seven happy pills out of ten. Fuck you! I was gonna say that. Yeah. That exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's like it's it's good enough that like it gets its point across, but like there are some things that I wish like were just different with yeah. this film. I mean, I'm I'm glad I watched it. I don't mm. think this is one of those things too where it's like I'll watch it again or no. I'll, it'll stay with me. Yeah, because you um, were saying that this was almost on par with Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, well, not in terms of quality, but like how uncomfortable it was making me yeah. feel at times of like, oh my god, yeah. like why is everybody so horrible? Yeah, Requiem <laughs> for a Dream is that one movie that I refuse to ever watch again. Yeah. I watched it once and I, I get it. Like the, the whole movie is uncomfortable. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, yeah. That's oh that's, yeah. That's detachment, guys, and gals, and non-binary. Yay! Thanks, man. And trans and, and everybody else. Thanks. Thanks for being inclusive. Yeah. Um, I have a recommendation though. No, what? No, <laughs> you. We've never done this before. <laughs> a new one. On, it's all brand new. It's all dude. brand new on the Roller Credits the podcast. Smash that like button. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Follow Matt on Twitter for Donkey Puncher 49. Oh, I'm sure that's a person. That's yeah, it totally is. not me. Nah, maybe not. Um, so <laughs> I don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> recommendation. Um, so I would like to recommend a YouTuber that I think is like really, really fun. Um he uh so he has two channels. Um one is Meat Canyon and the other one is Papa Meat. Oh, this guy, yeah. Yes. Um I, I absolutely adore his videos. Um his name is Hunter. I, I don't know where he lives at nor should I <laughs> well, know yeah, where why he lives. Why would you? I don't know. He was in like California area. Um <laughs> we're on the other side 375 of the world. 375 West End Nav. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like... <laughs> I don't know his address, but here it is. <laughs> now um I his name is Hunter. Um he's an animator on like his his primary channel is Oh, it's that creepy guy. No, well, I mean, he makes creepy art. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, like, he makes, like, super weird, like, animated shit that, like, is very, like, grotesque and and very, like, exaggerated features. And I really enjoy that. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's really, really fun, Um, especially the ones that I've shown you, like, the Toy Story one, like, the Ben 10 one. The Ben 10 one's hilarious. (laughs) Um, There was a Despicable Me one, which was, like, so (laughs) grotesque. Um, He's done, like, a bunch, um, and, and I really enjoy his stuff on there. Um, lately I've been more into the Papa Meat channel, mm-hmm. um, just because like that one is more of like him showcasing like some of, uh, like how he does his art, like some of the stuff that he goes throughout the the week to create the, yeah. the cartoons. Um, and then also reviewing horrible shitty movies. <laughs> so like, I really enjoy that. Like a recent one that he just put out was like this weird, like, um, CGI like AI animated little mermaid story. <laughs> okay. Um which is just god awful. Um but he's done like a he he loves horror stuff so he does a bunch of stuff like um he did one on Event Horizon, he did one on like 
the Winnie the Pooh horror movie. Yeah. Um, he did one on Dagon. <laughs> oh, Dagon? yeah? Yeah, Dagon. I like Dagon. What a loser. Um, And then uh, he, he did, like, another one on, like, the... Te- the not Ted Bundy. Um, Paul Bunyan horror movie. <laughs> what? Yeah, there's That's a, a Paul. Thing? B- there's a Paul Bunyan horror movie. That's weird. Um, so I really enjoy like that. Like, it, it's just really cool to see like for a 22 minute like range video that he usually does, like going over these weird movies, um, and giving me some ideas for like horrible movies to watch during October. Yep. So, um. Papa Meat and Meat Canyon. That's my recommendations. Matt, what are we doing next? What are we doing next for the topic? The topic is going to be our favorite uh, movie, like fake movies or movie products that uh, we wish were real. Hmm. Hmm. Wait, real or like the, just our favorite within movies? Well, yeah, but I mean, if we, if we like them, it would make sense for them to want to be in our lives. Like we be in the commercial or no, like dumbass like, like they turn the like commercial the products off. like it's something that I could go in the fridge and grab and be like oh this is great got it <laughs> you did this wrong I did this wrong All right. <laughs> um so look forward to that one guys thank you for listening now Matt do you have feelings.